detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again for another episode, Jared. We're here to talk about the least anticipated films this time. Mm. We covered our five most anticipated. I thought we were episode. just going to dedicate half an hour to Rambo. No, <laughs> no, no. I think I gave Rambo the appropriate <laughs> level of respect in the last episode. Yeah. Once again, I anticipate great things. <laughs> <laughs> now these are our least anticipated. Yeah. This one might go a little longer because I've got a few. You got some honourable mentions. Yeah, I got this. There's a lot of stuff yep. in my mind. I'm going to come straight out of the box. The one that I I am have got no interest in, none, <laughs> is Men in Black International. Mm-hmm. I think the trailer just looks generic. Love Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson and Liam Neeson. Yeah, but this. This looks paycheck. Look, I'm going to throw it out there. You're just pining for Will Smith, aren't you? Oh, I wish dirty. Will Smith was You're in this. You're that they're making a Men in Black movie without your man, Will Smith. I wish Will Smith was in this. Yeah. Honestly, it just looks so generic. It's. I think we've had enough of Men in Black. Were we really crying out for it? No, either? we weren't. It well, seems to me like someone's just... I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to me like someone's just dusted off a property... Yep. That they could get their hands on. <laughs> well, Sony... At the right price. So- <laughs> Sony has had some trouble. Yeah. And I think they just felt, oh, well, this is a property that we can we can use. We can reboot. Yeah. Everyone wants to reboot everything. You know the only thing that gives me uh, some... <clears throat> some, some hope? Positive feelings about this is that there was that talk about how they were going to try and cross it over with Jump Street. And I thought to myself, that sounds so stupid, but Jump Street 1 and 2 were both very funny. Yeah. So I'm thinking, have they possibly taken that direction and taken some of what they were going to do there? And put it in. And possibly put it in. Casting Hemsworth makes me think, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. And look. But yeah, I I agree. I'm not really... I, let's just say I wasn't fucking rushing to social media and and um, googling everything about you know Men in Black International when I heard about it. No, or saw the trailer. I, you know what? I haven't even watched the full trailer. I saw the trailer. I saw snippets and just turned it off. I saw the trailer and look, it doesn't look like explosive diarrhea bad, <laughs> but it looks like you know <laughs> you. Mild it's case, it's not moral case. This shit's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, if I'm rating it on that scale... Upset tummy. It's an up, up, upset stomach that's sort of half-formed and then <laughs> dead into diarrhoea. So you're just waiting. You just cannot wait to flush it out and get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, look, once I've done it, I'm happy. So to me, it just strikes, it strikes me as the kind of property that they felt they could make some more money out of. I didn't even see three. No, I didn't see three. I mean, you're Tommy, you're Tommy Lee Jones embargo. <laughs> yeah, Tommy Lee's been barred. But I think this, the more likely thing that had to do with me is I just I saw the trailer for three and thought, nah. Basically, I remember finding two. Yeah, two pretty was bad. a bit average. Basically, look, Clint Eastwood strikes me as a grumpy old bastard these days. He's hitting the age where he can be a grumpy old bastard. If he's telling you Tommy Lee Jones is a son of a bitch, <laughs> pretty good actor, if that's the best he's got to say about you, you're a son of a bitch, but you're a good actor. Um, 
you must be a real piece of work. <laughs> <laughs> but the fourth one just seems like it's a cash in. I love Hemsworth and I think Tessa Thompson's great and, and I think the cast will be fine. I won't actually see this to find out. <laughs> the thing for me is I could say, I could fire a little bit of a, you know, hedge my bets here and go, oh, just I hope it's good. <laughs> but I won't even see it to know if it's good. Yeah. That's okay. how, how far down on my sort of interest level it is. Like I wouldn't even bother. Yeah. Right. I didn't say I didn't even bother with three. Why would I bother with four? True. So that's definitely well outside my sphere. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. You know, the the name and brand recognition alone is not enough to get me through the door <laughs> at no, this point. No. <laughs> I've got better things to do. <laughs> and that's saying something. Because usually I've got nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Mary Black's not enough brand recognition to get me through the door. But when I heard that Leprechaun was remade... <laughs> Oh, jeez. We immediately came scouring every yeah. streaming when, service. When Leprechaun took the Halloween approach and made a direct sequel to the first one, I'm thinking, gee, that sounds interesting. <laughs> I better look that up. <laughs> Maybe right. Black Nut, nah, not interested. <laughs> yeah, not enough runs on the board. In <laughs> <laughs> Black Series hasn't got enough runs on the board, but the yeah, Leprechaun yeah. Series has been kicking goals left and right. Yeah, our leprechaun's done enough to, to you know, <laughs> to, to warrant give a bit of a doubt. Warrant a sequel. <laughs> we'll have a look at. Oh, my God. We are losers. <laughs> what, what have you got on your list? Okay, so I've got one that I was... Stop on the shit list. I was uh, optimistic about until the trailer came. <laughs> Hellboy. Oh! <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay, so David Harbour... Love the bloke. Neil Marshall. Talking about runs on the board. I mean, the bloke's done some very good movies. Even some that weren't... Yeah, but he hasn't made a movie for a while. I know, but, you know, even ones that weren't great were some that I still sort of enjoyed. Mm. Done some Game of Thrones and things like that. So he's got runs on the board. (laughs) But I watched the trailer and I just, like... Do you think he was our first ball? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gobbled up. <laughs> Straight through the game, bowled him. <laughs> um, I, the trailer yeah, was I crap. The trailer. Yeah, yeah. And obviously this is, a, you know, this is something that's gone, it's been well written about on the internet and everything. It just did nothing for me. I looked at it and I was kind of like, what is it? Like, what are we... <laughs> What was what the tone? For. I don't know. I don't... Like, I, as soon as that song came on... It seemed kind of comedic, yeah. but not comedy. It seemed like, you know, just light kind of action comedy sort Lights of stuff. sort of giggles? Is that yeah. all you thought you were getting? But uh, I was just confused. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Look, I don't I don't read the comic books about Hellboy, so I no, knew nothing. No, I don't read the comics on Hellboy. The yeah. first movie was good. I enjoyed the first movie mm. that came out, the Gilliam and Guillermo Toro. Del Toro. Yeah. It, seemed to, it seemed to fit his kind of style very... Very Unfortunately, well. the sequel was garbage, <laughs> absolute garbage. And I, I remember watching the sequel, going to the cinema to see the sequel, quite excited, mind you. Yeah. Coming out and just going, well, that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I won't be watching that ever again. You signing any petitions for part three? No. <laughs> and su- no surprise that there never was a part three. Yeah. And then when I heard about it being done again, I thought I kind of never got, never got, more than lukewarm. Well, yeah, I was the same. I was kind of, as I said, I was optimistic 
when they said Hellboy remake, I was like, eh, take it or leave it. David Harbour, Neil Marshall, I was like, okay, well, I can get I can get on board with that. <laughs> then I saw the trailer. And yeah. I think I'm off the wagon. <laughs> no, I just thought the trailer just it didn't it didn't give us a tone. It didn't give us any real like it seemed to be like a almost like a buddy cop type mm. of film. And as you said, the trailers now oftentimes give you so much about the story or they give you the best parts of the movie. Yeah. If that's the best you got to offer and I'm supposed to get something about I, I just knew nothing. And there was no moment in there that I could tell you, gee, that was good. I know nothing about what's going on with the story. I'm mm. just like, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. And my concern is that it... I don't know if... <laughs> again, it, this, this, this seems a bit like Men in Black. I'll Dust look, off a property and think that maybe we can make some more money out of it. Yeah. We'll put was, some new people in charge. I was going to say, I haven't been left that cold by a trailer in a while, but then uh, fucking Holmes and Watson was on the series. Oh, thank Christ. Thank Christ that was made in 2018 because it would have been on this list, even though it's not a horror movie. Well, it is a horror movie, I've heard. Yeah, by the sounds of it. Good Lord. <laughs> That was that was tragic. Uh, that, watching yes. that trailer was akin to having your bloody nuts <laughs> nutsack stretched over your own head. You know you're in strife when it's a it's a comedy, and there's not even a chuckle in the trailer. Oh yeah, there's, and not there, a there's all these ridiculous gags about selfies and stuff yeah, in there, yeah. and I'm just like, who wrote this? <laughs> who wrote this? Mm. And the, the, I mean, we've gone off on a tangent, but Holmes and Watson was basically made to capitalise on. The two stars from Step Brothers and Talladega mm. Nights. That's all it is. It's, yep. it's got no, that, you know, and fuck, John C. Riley, you should be, you should know better. <laughs> you're a better actor. You're better than that shit. Will Ferrell, you're not better than it. But John C. Riley's oh, a good actor dear. and has far more to offer than that shit. Hmm. So, okay, back to, back to where we were. Back to you. I had you Hellboy. just added a couple of extra bones. Yeah. I had Hellboy on there. You had Hellboy yeah, on the list. Yeah. Okay. Because, I hadn't seen the trailer until doing the research for this. And as soon as I watched it, I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, I immediately put it on the list. Yeah. Because I was just like, this This stinks. <laughs> it does. It stinks. It stinks. Men in Black doesn't stink, like, stink. But it's, it's, it seems to be more like I'm more sort of blah about Men yeah, in Black. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, um, uh-huh. Unfazed, yeah. you know, it'll take it or leave it, whereas Hellboy's just out and out. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near that. Yeah, it just uh, it until doesn't... At least, uh, until it's been out for at least two weeks. Well, we'll so we're still a $12 ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, limelight, $9, I may turn. No, no, I wouldn't. So this is the thing. I wouldn't even take the $7 ticket on this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> these are the films that I would not go and see in the cinema. Right. I can't say the same. <laughs> you might. We've might, all seen look, some. They shit. might catch me at a weak moment. I might have a. I might have a spare. We are weak men. I, I understand might have a spare that. Spare afternoon, weak. and I might have seen everything else. We so are go weak. And see Hellboy. <laughs> we are weak men. <laughs> we will probably cave, but I don't. I don't particularly want to pay twenty dollars for Hellboy. Look, I like to comment on this stuff. I've never said I back that up with my. You know, with my spending, <laughs> I'll say all this about Hellboy, and then I'll probably end up being roped into it yeah. somehow. And then next thing you know, uh, what have you been watching? I went to a Hellboy <laughs> recently. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's how it works. 
Um, the next one on my list was I caught the trailer when I went and saw Glass mm-hmm. the other day. Alita Battle Angel. Mm. Oh, yes. I know our friend Maddie was very excited about this one. And uh, it just. We saw the trailer at Aquaman. Yeah. Me and Maddie. <laughs> yeah. And even he was kind of sitting there going, what's happened? What's yeah. happened here? <laughs> what's happened? Who <laughs> gave these guys $200 million? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the budget for this. Yeah. Now, Robert Rodriguez, love him mm-hmm. as a filmmaker. Yep. But you know what? This is not his wheelhouse. He works well with tightly constrained budgets. Mm. Now he's got $200 million because Jimmy Cameron's back <laughs> standing mm. around going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I need to do this really hey, Jimmy, what's in that bag? Oh, $200 million. Take it all. Yeah, no, no, no. Every time they came into his office, they were like, we need a bit more money. No, look, no worries. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get you another 10 mil. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Because this is a passion project of Cameron's, I think. Is this the um, cinematic equivalent of the Fire Festival? <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll get to the screen. Yeah. <laughs> the artist will actually turn up with this. <laughs> but this was James Cameron's baby, I think, wasn't it? I think For so, years yeah. he's been he trying had. to get this out. Yeah. And now the technology's up to speed. Well, I'm assuming it's up to speed because there's a shot. She seems to be CGI. Yeah. All the faces, the uh, eyes and everything. It looked scary. Like, in the trailer, I was kind of like, she looks creepy. Well, she does. And the, the, the that cast... That was one of my first concerns about it. The cast is excellent. Mm. Like, there's a real solid cast there. Yeah. 200 million bucks will get that for you. 200 million dollars will get you. Some names... <laughs> Just a thing. But I mean, see, they got two hundred million dollars, but the the cast is still quality, but not, you know, big bank. Yeah, I know. I mean, so you didn't, Statham, Statham. you didn't get a You didn't get a Statham. You got Oscar winners for fuck's yeah, sake. Yeah, you got Chris, you got Christoph, uh, Christoph Waltz. Well, he's a two-time Oscar winner. He's a great actor, but he's not. He's not guaranteeing you bank. No, he's not. They, they, these guys are going to lose their... <laughs> these guys are going to lose their shorts on this one. I can tell you now. So you're, I guarantee you this is one of the biggest flops. You're saying their deposit is not refundable on this. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put some more money on your fire, your, your fire festival tag, Ellis, because I think this one's going to cost you. This is... Who... What, what studio made this? Yeah, there's four of them. I think you're right. I think these, I think these studios put ten thousand on their fire festival tag and got a cheese sandwich for us. <laughs> got a tent and a cheese sandwich. I can guarantee you. <laughs> Just a side note: check out the Netflix documentary Fire if you want to. We're we're, we're talking and riffing about that sort of stuff. Check out the documentary; it's bloody piss funny. Back to Alita. It'll be, I reckon, the biggest flop of the year. Yeah, it could be. This doesn't have... Money-wise. James Cameron, his name brings something to the table, no doubt. He's one of those filmmakers who, one of the rare filmmakers like um, Spielberg and people like that, that their name brings something to the table. Mm. But he's not the director of this movie, for starters. No. Which I think hurts it. You've got Oscar-winning talent, but I suggest that they took a paycheck. <laughs> no disrespect to Robert Rodriguez, but I don't think that they were rushing out. They couldn't wait to work with Robert Rodriguez. 
know what I mean? No, that's no, that's <laughs> what I mean is yeah, I don't no, think that was the pull. He's got a wheelhouse. Yeah, he's got a wheelhouse, not, but I don't think that was the pull. Maybe yeah. the pull was James Cameron. Yeah. But two hundred million dollars. It's a lot of money to spend. Then you've got to throw in probably another 200 worth of marketing money. Yep. you got a hell of an effort to get to break even. I think you're possibly right. This would be, I think this would be the biggest flop. Yeah, as you said. When this makes cash. 100 million in opening weekend, I will leave this podcast and never <laughs> yeah. speak ever again. You'll be the one without your shorts. We'll be bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> and the bet is you have to go to Hoyts. <laughs> Sons pants. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If we were still doing that um, that box office um, <laughs> what's the game, I would have picked this up. Yeah, box office mail. Yeah. You, you I immediately cash my checks in on this crap. You, you spent the big, uh, you know, the, the twenty dollar, the twenty twenty million of your budget on a liter, and then picked up meat, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think yeah, um, this is a turd. <laughs> sorry, like this looks bad. Well, the thing. For me, about the trailer was, you've got all that money to do, you know, to make these visually spectacular things, and it barely raised the pulse. Mm. You know, the most exciting thing that they could find to sneak in the trailer was a game of bloody rollerball or something. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you, oh, I guess you've if got. That's the... what you bank it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there might be fans of the of the comic. Or the manga or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. That might come out for it. Maybe that's what the... Not many. <laughs> Again, I don't know. I know nothing about the manga, mm. so I don't know what the... I don't think it's got a big enough audience to... In the States, especially. To... I mean, it might do well overseas, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, questionable. Yeah, I, I just feel it's going to be a flop. Yeah. And, and, and I seen the trailer, I was just like, nah, nah. Not for it's me. a lot of money to spend on that. And again, James Cameron can write his own checks. I mean, he's been... Yeah. But he's, his name is attached. Yeah. But he's firmly moved off elsewhere, mate. He's not... <laughs> yeah, he's just... He wrote the script and he... He's just saying, I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He got paid up front. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, he's written the script and he's producing mm. and his name brings something to the table. I'm not saying that. Yep. And again, I coming back to what I said about Rodriguez, I'm not saying that people didn't want to work with him, but I think the pull of Cameron's probably what gets people in, certainly from the acting standpoint and the, and the big the names they got. Yep. But you needed you probably needed a, a big star for a movie like this. Possibly. You needed a big star to hang your hat on. A rock or a statham. <laughs> <Dare I say laughs> yeah. Uh yes. You needed a star. Yeah, okay. And I don't know if they you don't have that. Hmm. Interesting. What do you got? We'll keep on Cameron. <laughs> Terminator. Ooh. The new Terminator. I made my list too. Yeah. I've got I've got grave concerns. I've got grave concerns. I, I had slight positives because I he had he had now the rights had reverted back to him. Mm. So he now owned it, James yeah. Cameron. Yeah. And he put the the pieces together. Yes. The guy, the director's the director of Deadpool, I yep. think. Um I don't know if Cameron's not writing it, though. Is that not correct? I think he had some input. I don't think he... Yeah, I'm not sure he... he what do you think of this? It. Yeah, yeah, it sounds right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the input he had, I think. Yeah, I think but so. he's producing it. So he's actually... In, he, he has some involvement. He hasn't had involvement since yeah. Terminator 2. Yeah, I think he's... Yeah, it's story... Story by... <laughs> or characters by... <laughs> um, and they said, James, did you read the script? Uh, yes. Yeah. Anything to say? <laughs> No. So, okay. 
yeah, yeah, just do it. Okay, that's your input. Go, go ahead. I don't want to know anything yeah. more about so, it. So, did you read the script? Oh, yeah, yeah, look, look. Full, full, re- read straight through. It took a lot of notes. Anything to say? Yeah, he loved it. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Yeah. That's it. My concern is that Terminator may have... Genesis... Genesis kind of, I think, may have taken the wind out of it. I mean, no, Genesis 3, three um, Salvation and Genesis took the wind out of the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, the wind's been gone for three three movies. Yeah, now. and my concern is that it's hard to pick it back up. Yeah. And what's the budget on this? Speaking of wind, um, Arnie... <laughs> Arnie is... <laughs> he's breaking... Arnie is, yeah... <laughs> He's 72 now, obviously. He's 70. He's in the Stallone bracket. He's in, um, <laughs> he's in Reasonable Nick. Yeah, uh, he, I know he's in Reasonable Nick, but, I mean, he's the T-800. They must be fucking constructing, like, bloody T-million or something by now. Arnie's, <laughs> Arnie's yesterday's man for this sort of stuff, I think. Yeah. Why um, couldn't we recast? I'm not saying I don't want to see Arnie. Well, Arnie could have been in it briefly. Yeah. Or given us a little something. Not a cameo, it, but a small role. I'll put it to you this way. The mystique wears off when your robot ages severely between the films. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't they try to explain the that? Fucking, the T-800's fucking rusty now, mate. They've got to, they need to find another way to keep this going. <laughs> the uh, components have uh, rusted. Uh, the bits fallen off. Wasn't that explained in Genesis? How he aged? Oh, yeah, but fuck. As if we, you expect <laughs> you to remember anything about Terminator Genesis? I no, there's just nothing there to get me really super super excited about it. Um, I know Linda Hamilton's back. That's great. Great to have the original Sarah Connor back. But what does that change about the character? You've been fluffing the character for bloody <laughs> three movies now. The only, the only no, good, there was no Sarah Connor in three. Well, the only good Sarah Connor stuff was, recently was the TV show. So, <laughs> the even TV the TV show, show right. yeah, it had the TV mate. show succeeded without Arnie. Like the story and that succeeded without Arnie. So, why do we need to keep going back to the well with that? I just, I don't know. I've got grave concerns. I have a feeling that James Cameron is focused heavily on Avatar still. For some reason, he still he still wants to get Avatar done. <laughs> He's still fucking so, around with Avatar. As I like. said, yeah, yeah. I read a couple of pages of your script between my work on Avatar. It's yeah, great. Yeah, it, it, it can you help us out, James? Yeah, keep going. Keep <laughs> yeah, yeah it seemed um, it was a script. <laughs> like, yeah, it actually yeah. was a script. Um, so so I've got concerns. You know, it's got it's got Cameron's blessing. So what? Like he's just. I don't think he's really. I mean, basically, the bloke. His most notable stuff recently is fucking criticising Wonder Woman. That's the only thing he's been in the, in the news for lately. Yeah. So. I oh just, no, he's dropping down to the bloody. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Deep into the trenches of the ocean. That's right. Um, um, but I just yeah, I, I just got. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't hold out high hopes that they've really kind of. Um, I don't see it as like a Halloween where someone's come in with a with a real love for the film and said. Here's my idea. That's great. We'll go with it. I just feel like Cameron's got the rights back. Let's cash in. I think he's doing what everyone else has been doing to it. So. Yeah, true. I think I think you're probably correct about that. Um, look, I love Arnie and I'd love to see him again, but it just so again I, it was one of these. I'm movies. not sure I, I want to see that in Terminator. Yeah, I, I guess for me the reason why it's kind of on my list is because 
I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know it was being made. <laughs> Until like a month ago when I saw that picture of the three girls and one yeah. was Linda Hamilton she's yeah. in the bulletproof vest. I remember thinking... I know. I remember hearing some whispers a couple of years ago that Cameron was getting the rights back and all that, mm. but then nothing was heard, and I was still having like flashbacks of Genesis and waking up in a cold sweat at night. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't really. Th- I didn't think that they'd get anywhere with Terminator because yeah. my thinking was that Cameron's fluffing around with Avatar. Mm. And he would not. He's not gonna. He'll worry about that later. Like yeah. If yeah. he wants to bring Terminator back, he'll bring it back after. Yeah. But shit. Poor Terminator Genesis. Bloody poor old Jai Courtney has been fucking <laughs> chewed up and spat out by Hollywood that he's now back in Australia making <laughs> movies because he wants a break from that stuff. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's copped a lot of shit, Courtney, yeah. but he doesn't deserve it. No, I don't think fault. I don't think he deserves it to the extent that he's copped it. He's copped it hard. Yeah. All right. I've got I've got one for you that I think that um, I was hoping would be good, mm-hmm. and and yet we haven't got a trailer or anything, but it's Child's Play. Yeah, it's on mine too. It the the, the information I heard was that it, it's a doll that it comes with Wi-Fi or something it's and it gets buddy, hacked. Yeah, it's and an electronic. Yeah, by yeah, yeah. A, I mean, the whole thing sounds ridiculous. Admittedly. <laughs> Yeah, a psychotic serial killer. Yeah. The bloody Wi-Fi stuff sounds absolutely yeah. ridiculous. We need voodoo and serial killers. Yeah, yeah but that's stuff, so like. reasonable. Back in 1987. Um, it's, I just think that... Fucking hell. Right, <laughs> right in the thick of the satanic panic. <laughs> the Child's Play films, I believe, still had... They were making them direct to DVD, but they seem to be making them, you know... They, the they got a little two, bit of buzz the, the last, last two were good. So why are we remaking it? It's cash cow. But what cash has it made? I mean... Well, I think the last couple did okay because they're not obviously not going to be budgeted with, like, bloody... They're not getting a litre money to make Child's Play movies. No. And but, you know, like, I guess, reasonably well. I guess I'll put them side by side. Terminator, you know, is going to make money. Yeah, well... Somewhat. And it's got it's got a bank of cash up its sleeve. Yes. Right? Child's Play, the first one I believe was a hit. Yeah. The others weren't. But you get, you've got a name. I guess Bride of Chucky was. You've got a name that's going to get no, you enough for a certain, yeah, a certain level, I suppose. Yeah. So you make it for enough, you probably make your money back or make make more. So from what I understand. So it's not Chucky? Well. I said it was Buddy. I right? think the doll is now called a Buddy doll instead of a good guy doll. Or something. Right, okay. So it could still be Chucky. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm, I'm confused about that. But I believe. <laughs> so what I understand is that is it MGM owns the rights to the concept or something like that. They don't own the rights to the films. The films. I, I don't really know how it works because Don Mancini is still making his own. Making his. He's trying to get a, a TV thing going. So he's still able to do that, and this movie's off on its own. Hmm. So the rights are a bit jumbled by the sounds of it. He is fuming. Oh, yeah. He is absolutely fuming. And I think rightly so because the, the guy's got a point. He's saying what reason is there to do this when we're making them and they're critically pretty well well received and doing okay money-wise. Like, yeah. why, are we, why are we making them? Why, why are you doing a remake? I think his argument holds is that this is the reason people hate remakes because this is pure cash-in and they're not even... 
they're not even concerned that they might not be able to use all the things that made the made the original popular. They've just got the name and they're going to yeah. run with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit. A little I'm. Bit I'm I've yeah. I'm. I, I. This would be probably the one on the list that I would go and see just to see what they actually do with it. Yeah. Because I, at this point in time, there's there's the information coming out makes it seem like it's basically just like a, a totally different kind of entity. Yeah. That's got Child's Play, yeah. As a, you know, well, and not totally different. Is, perhaps they're but using it. using Child's Play to sort of yeah. hang it around this killer doll thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe they're calling it Buddy because they don't have the rights to Chucky. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm still unclear on that. Okay, what else you got? Um, so I heard that they're doing the Grudge again. So that's on my list. <laughs> Man, I wasn't even a big fan of the Grudge no. in general. See, I saw the I saw the um, the original. The it was Japanese, I think. Yeah, I saw the Japanese one. I saw the I saw the American version. Didn't hate it. I wasn't blown no, away I didn't by hate the it. Japanese one, but I liked it better. I the, didn't hate the American one. I thought it was okay. The American one, yeah. Again, it was it was just kind of there. Like it just, I didn't love it. Haven't seen one since, and I just don't plan on doing it. And I don't know how remaking it's going to get get that interest buzzing again when I don't think there really was a whole lot of interest anyway. No. So see, there's a slew of that shit going around. Hmm. Like as I was looking through the you know the lists of the big films of the year, I just saw all this stuff on there, and I was just like, why have we got this? Like what? In what world was anyone calling for this? Yeah, and I think this, again, it's just, it's the reason people hate remakes is that they're just mining for something that had a bit of heat at some point. <laughs> I just, I don't even know if this did. I don't, I don't recall the first one making massive dollar. Hey, I think the, it did okay. The American version? The American version. I think no, it did, it did well. I think it, it did, did okay. It did pretty well, I think, because it was on the heels of The Ring, yeah, but which did well. I just don't think it's, it's really It's unnecessary, I think. It's fairly, it's very much unnecessary. Yeah. I just sense. get the feeling that we're just doing this not because someone's got something new to say or something new to add, just money-wise. I mean, that's what was so great about Halloween was that a couple of fans who had some industry cred used that to say, hey, this is out of our out of our wheelhouse, but we're massive fans and here's our idea. Yeah. And someone liked the idea. Thankfully, it was someone like Blumhouse who yeah. let them run with it. That movie wasn't perfect, but it gave me enough of what I really wanted to see. I just, the grudge, I hear something about the grudge, I just get none of those feelings. And I don't I don't get the sense that that's what's happened. Someone's gone, fuck, I love the grudge so much yeah. that here's what I want to do with it. Yeah. I just get the idea that someone's gone, fuck, what do we got here? Let's dig through a box of... <laughs> intellectual properties oh shit that costs a bit much let's go and check out the bargain basement yeah, yeah. we're down in grudge um, you know, the, the company's gone we, we, we need it we need a we need a surefire money maker well, what have we got lying in the basement that we can dig do, up do you say that MGM uh, MGM's not involved in this as well are they I don't know because they went tits up recently <laughs> and they sold off all this shit remember well, maybe that's why maybe that's why um, Chucky's getting remade because that's why the Bond films were put on hold for a while because <laughs> I was all fucking tied up in that. Honestly, <laughs> how do you go tits up when you got the rights to the bomb films? <laughs> I don't know. You should be making enough just off what's already out there. 
You got bloody twenty five <laughs> movies to sit that to put out there, <laughs> re-release it. Oh shit, the company's going bankrupt. We better put out another Bond box. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what happened, but they Have had we got a few any special property. features on Bond that we can put out there. No shit, you better make some. <laughs> manufacture, manufacture, yeah, buddy. Retrospective. Somebody can talk about how awesome this movie was or whatever. But yeah, they went they went under, and their catalogue was of of upcoming films. Mm. Now I, I can only assume that maybe Child's Play might have been caught up in that. I, I don't know. There's the properties get released because MGM doesn't <laughs> have any money to hold them, and they get oh, they get man. in the hands of anyone. Disney's gonna own everything. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They, they they will have a box of discards as well that they'll just put back in the market. Yeah, yeah. They probably will. The Grudge and Child's Play will be in that box. I'm yeah, sure. but I mean, like, um, yeah. If you've got if you've got money troubles and Disney comes knocking with a billion for the bond rights or something. <laughs> Now, I'm going to throw one at you. I had two others. Okay. Um, big franchises. Yep. That I feel need to be... Put to bed? Put to bed. Part of One of them may be ne- not necessarily be put to bed, but I gave up on it some time ago. Mm-hmm. So it won't move the needle for me, is um, X-Men, the Dark Phoenix. I Ooh. see these trailers and I just think they look all the same. I've heard... Again, internet speculation, but supposedly the test screenings were a fucking disaster. Were they? Yeah. <laughs> were they? Yeah, I heard something about Apocalypse. I, I heard one tweet that said, um, uh, keeping it quiet, but they believe it was attributed to Dark Phoenix, but someone said, I was in a test screening where they killed off a major character and uh, most of the audience laughed when we weren't supposed to. <laughs> my like concern, I'll tell you my problem with X-Men. The first... Two X Men films mm-hmm. were fantastic, right? The third one was eh, had its rubbish. problems, but it was okay though. It was okay. Yeah, it was rubbish. Okay, it was rubbish. <laughs> but then we moved off into the second sort of version. Yep. Which I got told because I haven't said I gave up on it after three. Days of Future Past was really good. Days of Future Past first class and was really First good. Class were good. But then we hit the hit apocalypse the hit the apocalypse, was... which cocked it all up. Yeah. This just seems like another one that looks a bit the same. I remember watching the Apocalypse trailer and going, nah, not interested. Mm. Watched this trailer again this morning and just went... Less interested. Less interested <laughs> than I was when I saw the Apocalypse trailer. And Wolverine, well, it is to me, and maybe because I'm a cretin, Wolverine's <laughs> X-Men for me. Yeah. And um, when Wolverine segued off into his own stuff... Yeah. I loved Logan. And, yeah. Logan was excellent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because I think agree, they said agree, disagree. I think they said Dark Phoenix Wolverine gets reintroduced or something. Is that not? Oh shit! I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, see, First Class and Days of Future Past, and they relied less on Wolverine. Yeah. Obviously, Wolverine was in was Future in Days Past. of Future Past, and and was was a fairly big part of it. But I think it was probably shown that you could do things with the other characters. Yeah. And as I said, I'm a big believer in and have been for a long time. If you got any of these characters can be made interesting with the right story, with the right input, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a long time to get that story, but I just yeah, I don't know. I mean look, it would seem, based on the fans, that Future Past was a good film. Apocalypse was a turd, right? Mm. But I'd left the series after three. Yeah. So my interest levels are so low. To watch the trailer like this, even with a cast that's got 
Jennifer Lawrence and Fassbender and all these top actors mm. my, and James McAvoy and just to sit there thinking <laughs> that <laughs> no. did very little for me. You know, you hear Jennifer Lawrence sort of saying, yeah, I'm back because, you know, you owe it to the fans because, you know, I've been... We mystique. know why you're back, Jennifer. Well, we know Since it's got you... money. But, but it just feels a little bit like she's like, you know... I want to sort of I want to be involved because I've done the character. I thought she'd already stated that she wanted to pull the pin. Yeah, well, she's money talks, baby. Money talks. Money talks. <laughs> Maybe this is the end of it. Maybe this I, is how they're going to close it down. I um, as I said, I've seen all of them. Yeah. I haven't even bothered to watch the trailer, <laughs> so I'm pretty cold on it myself. <laughs> that, this, that, this was even before I'd heard about the tweets and stuff. I didn't bother to check out the trailer. <laughs> So, so I said, oh, it was an little, absolute pile of poop. I was a little bit cold. <laughs> so, I, I have grave concerns that um, that with a little bit of the shine coming off Marvel, obviously they're still making really good movies and still making a lot of money, but people are getting sick of them. I think yeah. there are certain people that are sick of them. I think Fox has bloody killed Disney's ch- um, chances of getting large interest in the X-Men and if they, you know, fold all those rights in together. I think... I think Disney might have to put the X-Men to bed for a few years, to be honest. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so that could be... That's yeah. fair, that, that is possible. And I think New Mutants is Fox too, isn't it? I think so, yeah. I heard, again, rumours that they've shot reshot 50% of that movie. Whoa. So... But then again, again, I mean, reshoots... Well, we've seen what the worst of reshoots can do, mm. and that was The Predator. Look... Good reshoots are still are still the uh, still doable. Solo and well, the Predator proved that sometimes the reshoots don't work. But again, obviously, obviously, um, uh, it worked all right for Rogue One. Yeah. But it's still the exception. And when you when you re, when you've reshot fifty percent of it, it's gonna be. You may as well start again. Rogue One's really the only one I can think of that seems to have had reshoots that extensive. And I'm not even sure they reshot fifty percent of that. Yeah, and Solo was the one that they reshot more of. Basically, if you're shooting 50%, you may as well just do the whole thing over. Well, it's true. Well, why why you, try and cobble think, together two different think, movies? Put it this way. You clearly think half the movie sucks. <laughs> so what we'll do is we'll reshoot it and we'll try and plug all the holes. And if we don't get them all, who cares? If you think half the movie sucks... Fair chance the entire thing's pretty shit. It's compromised, I know that much. But yeah, you don't. might as well just release it as is because you're just adding more money. To, you're just digging further down. And oh, yeah, I don't know. I but just, to me, to me, Dark Phoenix is just not. It's, it's a blip on the radar because I haven't been in, involved. I haven't been interested in X Men for a while. Mm. From from the word I heard, I should have been in first class. And yeah, Days of Future yeah. Past because they were good films. I actually gave you the box and you uh, gave it back to me and said, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. So I think Dark Phoenix was never going to be in your most anticipated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, it was not high on the list. But no. yeah, the trailer just left me with nothing. Yep. Yeah. What else do you got? You got anything else? Maybe I'll have that? similar feelings when I get around to watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't even get near it, I can guarantee it. Um, so my last one. I'm not even sure this is going to be out this year, yeah. but it seems like there's a fair chance. Is the Kingsman? Yeah, yeah, that another was on, Kingsman that was movie. another one that I had. Um, that, <clears throat> I mean, <sighs> the first one was awesome. The first one was good fun, but 
I didn't, I didn't even see the second one because I, I was left cold by what I'd seen about that one. And then I think Gibbo went yeah, and saw Gibbo it. Wasn't told around. me to, yeah, you know, skip mm. it. Read some reviews that said not worthwhile. Even now that I've got access to it on streaming and stuff, I haven't bothered to look into it. Yeah. Um, the third one gives me even less reason to be because they've gone. It's a prequel, this. isn't it? Is it going? Yeah, I think it's going to be a prequel in early nineteen hundreds, possibly, or something like that. Um, it seems to have some okay names attached. I think Ray Fiennes was yeah, yeah. in there somewhere. But I just... Earlier on, you said money talks. So uh, Yeah, well, exactly. Well, uh, <laughs> and I think that's... Apply that to Ray Fiennes as well. I just think the... the I think I'm the concepts against, have one film in it. I'm not against franchising and, and things like that, but to, well, there's nothing wrong with having five years between a bloody movie and a sequel, is there? No. But there's nothing wrong with having a singular film on its own. There's nothing wrong with having a singular film. I understand that, but I, I'm realistic about that. You know, money, money is the is the prime motivator, and if you've got a hit, you are probably going to get a sequel to it, unless it's something like you know, just something I watched recently, like Hereditary. That mm. seems pretty well standalone. Made a ton of, ton of money because it didn't spend much money, mm. but. You see it in the hands of someone who won't be clamouring to, to say, I need to cash in on this, I don't think. Whereas The Kingsman's made by a company, that's all they do is they make a film and say, bang, that's our next property to fucking squeeze dry, mm. basically. So the second one seemed to be just cobbled together. Oh, I cannot... I, I don't know. I just, See, I can I can appreciate what you're saying that, yeah, look, you we're, we're realists if our movies are hit... So especially if it's a, a crowd pleaser, mm. it's likely to get a sequel. But but then again, I look at something like, um, as I told, as I said before, I went and saw Glass yeah. the other day. Looking back now that I've seen them all, Pure it should not have gone past Unbreakable. It's as simple as that. It was a one film deal in my book. Unbreakable mm. is the real gem in a very average trilogy. Yeah. At the end of the day. I say, see, my thing is, my approach is like, if you get a hit like that, what's wrong with handle with care? What's wrong with we take... Take time. We take Back five up. or so years. Yeah. Why do we just need to, to hire a writer and say, bang, us out of Kingsman script? Yeah. Why can't we say, let's put it out to interested parties? Yeah. If you've got an idea for Kingsman, come to us, but we're going to take our time. Yeah. And if we think it's a piece of shit... We're going to tell you it's a piece of shit. Because I think, you know, with the... I, I get you got We're to We're not going to jump I get the first to, script we get. I get you got to stay in people's consciousness and you got to... You got to I guess there's a, there's an argument for striking while the iron's hot. But Glass is a pretty good example. That movie was 15... Or over 15 years old when Split came out. Yeah. And people were just, you know, at spoiler the bit at the end... Hmm. People were fucking... They couldn't climb over themselves fast enough to get a sequel. Yeah. So what what does that tell you? It tells you that if you've made a good property and it's going to resonate with people for a while, you could take four to five years and still generate a buzz for it, couldn't well, you? Well, sticking with the glass analogy, Unbreakable was a hit, mm. but not a big, big hit. It was, you know, $240 million worldwide on a $70 million budget. Yeah. But it resonated over those 16 years. Actually, That's where it found its niche. It actually got more... Well, it got... It, it was more people in consciousness into it. Because people, people uh, looked back on it and said this was even better than we thought originally. Yeah. Because it got caught up in the sixth sense business. Yeah, yeah. 
people looked at it and said, oh, gee, he's kind of he's kind of dropped off a bit, when in fact he'd made a better movie. Yeah. But people were looking for something that and they probably didn't get. as superhero movies grew over the last 15 years, people started looking at Unbreakable differently and realising this is a superhero film, but it's done in reality. Mm. And they, they respected it for that. They were managed to now churn out two sequels that are big hits. Yeah. All on the back of this movie that was considered kind of, eh, yeah. not much to it. It was considered Pretty a decent, average, decent, decent film, but that's effort. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I see no reason for Kingsman. In saying that, what is the gap between one and two, Kingsman? A couple of well, years? When did the first one come out? It was 2012? Yeah. So maybe 2014, 2015 20, for the sequel. Yeah. So... It's not exactly rushed. It's not like Friday the 13th had its peak rushed, you know, <laughs> nine months to ten months between films or whatever. They were they were punching out. But I just, I don't like that, I don't like that you just say to someone that wrote it or or some other person, if that person's not interested, if you go to the person that wrote the first one and say, what else you got? Yeah. And they say, nothing really. Yeah. That you say, here's $20 million. What do you got? <laughs> like, <laughs> Plenty. You go to someone else and just say, "We need a Kingsman script." I much prefer letting it letting it simmer for a little bit <laughs> and letting someone who really has an idea make it known. Well, Jared, we're going off on a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, here, but we are. I'm coming. No, but I'm coming back. I think it's I think it's relevant because I'm coming back to. I feel that we sometimes are a little bit too. Easily pleased yeah. with some of these <laughs> movies, like things are at sixty five percent, you know, and you've kind of watched them and thought this shit <laughs> house. Yeah, but a three out of five seems to be fresh. Say mm. taking the Rotten Tomatoes approach. Yeah, three out of five's fresh, right? Yep. But you read some of those three out of fives, and they're kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of okay. I think sometimes we're a little bit too easily pleased by what we're seeing. Yeah. And that then gives off to more and more sequels and franchises. Yeah. And universes coming up. Yeah. That sometimes I don't think are necessary. Oh, look, I'm kind of torn on this because me and you have had had large discussions about this, about how there seems to be this phenomenon now of the audience score and the Rotten Tomatoes score being very different. Yeah, and it's substantially whole, different. There's this whole movement of critics don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. They actually do. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them actually do. But I think... I, I think uh, I Maybe s- us as an audience. Maybe it's less about the critics. Maybe it's more about us as an audience. The audience is easily pleased. That I we look can- at stuff like Transformers and I don't... I mean, I'm okay with seeing things like Transformers on the screen, but... Don't tell me that anything bar one or Bumblebee are a good movie. They are not. <laughs> I don't care. What, you know, I think there's there's my most recent one was Venom. I finally caught Venom. Venom's not a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. I did enjoy parts of it, but not for reasons of looking at it going, this is a really well made movie. This is a brilliant script or anything. It's not. But you look on IMDb or, or um, Rotten Tomatoes at the audience stuff, yeah. people were raving about it, saying, don't listen to the critics, Venom is a fantastic movie. I was just sitting there going, I don't know in what world you could look at that and say that's a fantastic movie. I could see that you enjoyed it, and I get that people have different tastes, 
But I was fucking blown away by the amount of love that Venom was getting and the amount of eights, nines, and tens that were being well, handed maybe, out. Maybe in a way it's a little bit hypocritical of us to talk about this because we're in the same boat. Well, somewhere. we are. We we're are providing too. our opinion and we're saying that our opinion... Our opinion's not any more important than no, any and, of the No, and it's audience. not. It's not. I guess what I'm saying is that, yeah, let's take the Meg, for instance. Yeah. The Meg mates, you know... $500 million. Yeah. The Meg was okay. I kind of had fun with it here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact that $500 million worth of worldwide box office, yeah. we're getting a sequel. Mm. This is part of the problem, I think, is that these movies make shit loads of money when they really <laughs> shouldn't. Yeah. And then we've got a sequel. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, I think I think you're 100% right. As you said, we're not trying to elevate ourselves above anyone else. No, no, because our, I, our opinion is it's just opinion, like anyone else's. Just else's. like anyone else's it's written Like assholes, mate. Nine out of ten. We've got four of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just look at it and I say, uh, we could be part of the problem because people now think their voice is more important than it actually is. So people get on there and criticise yeah, critics and say they don't know what they're talking about. This is where I draw the line because I don't, I don't do that. I, don't, I will have a laugh at critics and things like that, but I do understand that these people know the technical aspects for the most part. Yeah, the well-paid critics and the and the people that get paid by big newspapers and big websites to do this, they they are paid to do that for a reason. Yeah, and they do know what they're talking about a lot of the time. And I think people now just look less at the technical aspects of making a movie or a good script or whatever mm. and just say, I, I enjoyed that. I went and enjoyed that. That was a fucking great movie without actually looking at the ins and outs as much. Yeah, and maybe maybe we're looking at it too deeply because at the end of the day, everyone's ha- entitled to their opinion and whether they, they, they were entertained by a movie that we would consider shit it's very few, is, look, it's is very, none of our concern, it's basically. It's few movies that do it, but it seems to be more recently. And the, the Venom is the example for me because I'm looking at that going, yeah, I enjoyed it and I had fun. The experience of watching it was fun, but it's not because it was a good movie. It's because Tom Hardy was acting like a bloody raving lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> there was, there was uh, some lines in there that uh, just in, had me laughing out loud, not that they were supposed to. Um, I guess maybe you know, the, maybe I, I'm, I'm more hitting along the lines of, I think the quality of film... We don't have things jumping out of the box. Like, what's the last great, great movie you saw in the last... Like, yeah, the so classics. I think there's still those. I think there's still excellent movies that... that I think that there's... Maybe it's because known. there's more. You know there's what? So I, many think more. It's, I think it's less of the... I think it's less of the blockbusters that are that. Yeah, yeah. The more sort of hidden away little yeah, ones. Yeah, It's more... Like, I, I look gems. at something like Hereditary, and I, I, I was pretty pretty moved by that as a movie it was relatively small like it made a fair bit of cash and made a bit of a name but it wasn't you know packing out 10, 10 cinemas a, a day and yeah the blockbusters but most of the blockbusters I mean even in back in the day your blockbusters I mean but then again Star Wars yeah, well, you had the Star Wars Raiders the, the, Lost Jaws, the Indiana Joneses the Terminators the, yeah. you know legitimately blockbuster films yeah that became Considered excellent film. I don't know. Might be a topic for another day. Yeah, but I, I guess also it's a um again it's each their own. Yeah. On what they consider a great film and what they don't. I just feel that I haven't seen a lot mm. that I would consider great. 
That's because you were you turned into oh, a cranky old prick. You've topped forty, and now you've just taken your bloody Clint Eastwood card, and just <laughs> like a grumble at everything. Yeah, I'll, I'll hit the take the Tommy Lee Jones card. <laughs> yeah, that's next. <laughs> um, I've got one more. You've collected them early though. You should you should have another <laughs> decade or so before you turn into this. I know. That's, I should be a nice bloke for another ten years. No, I've decided against that. Um, well, I wouldn't I've say one, a nice bloke. Got, reasonable, reasonable <laughs> person. Yeah, <No>, tolerable. <laughs> yeah, you're a tolerable human being sometimes. <laughs> I have one more that's an honourable mention for me. Yeah. Anything with Fast and the Furious in the title <laughs> is, is, is probably not going to get me there. And even no, though the only one that's coming out next year is, is... So you will be there. No, the one that's coming out is Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, the, yeah. And I think that... Idris Elba's interested. Yeah, yeah. Why well, are you? Well, it's possible that Hobbs and Shaw actually turns out to be more intri- like intriguing to me because I don't mind Statham, I don't mind The Rock. You love Statham. I'll, I'll, I would go to see those guys. Yeah. You were, you were but I haven't I haven't been part of the Fast and the Furious yeah, universe you were usually put off by wrecking balls and car chases oh. and things right? yeah. and torpedoes <laughs> well <laughs> when a fucking when a fucking submarine becomes part of a car chase you've jumped the shark as far as I'm concerned um, I think I, we said it before but it sounds like Nightboat on The Simpsons <laughs> I think the, the Fast and Furious franchise found a way to reinvigorate itself yeah but it, it never sort of caught me. I mean, I guess I've never been a car guy, so it never really. Because part I think of it's it like is more like the it was more like the heist aspect. Yeah, really seemed to. And that's what off. I think's turned it around. That's why it's become the franchise it's become. But yeah, I just I don't gravitate towards the the Fast and the Furious films. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but. Hmm. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of uh, I didn't have a whole mentions. lot of. Honourable mentions. You talk about easily pleased. I seem to be excited about everything that was coming out next year. But I've got one that's part of me. Part of me was putting it on the most anticipated, but a large portion of me wanted it on Rambo, the last least one. anticipated. Joker. Oh yeah. I am. I am really, really torn because the stuff that's come out looks really good. Joaquin Phoenix looks excellent, um, and the the look is really interesting. They seem to have gone with this um, really uh, over-the-top colour palette that's kind of been taken away from the character when we've been doing these kind of dark approaches to yeah. everything and looks a bit more like the bloody um, the 60s TV show where the, the, the suit looks kind of maroon rather yeah. than that deep kind of purple. And a couple of the scenes that have, that have come out where people were taking snapshots and whatever and then Todd Phillips would release a bit of something saying better coming from me than, yeah. you know, grainy photos. It all looks really good, but I'm just... Number one, I still have concerns about what DC's doing in, in their, you know, <laughs> well, writers' rooms and things. And secondly, I've just never... I feel like the Joker origin story, this whole thing about the Joker origin story, it's just never really worked. There's only really been a handful that have that have worked all across all the mediums, like the Batman, the original, the Keaton one, yeah, was okay. The the Mask of the Phantasm animated movie was pretty solid for a, probably one of the better. Did they ever stories. explain any of that in Dark Knight? I mean, I haven't seen Dark Knight. No, they, they didn't bother. They just remember decided. he gave remember he gave conflicting stories to everyone. Yeah, he so basically this is a, basically this is just like a liar. kid. Yeah. The Killing Joke is the comic that seems to have influenced influenced this a little bit, but if 
it seems like Batman's going to be not in it. Hmm. I don't know. I could well, be I think that's... Whereas Batman had a small role in the Killing Joke about... I think Bat- not having Batman's actually a good idea. Well, yes, but for for a Joker origin story, I'm not so sure. It's like, like I said, it's, it's all it's the, those two characters are so intertwined that I'm not sure it can work without it. But there's been there's been attempts and they just never really work. Aside from a couple, like a handful, and I just think you can see elements of the Killing Joke in this, but I've just got grave concerns about Todd Phillips. I'm not yeah. sure. I've never been a huge fan of him. As a filmmaker, personal opinion. Some people love his stuff. Just that coupled with the fact that I've just never really seen the origin stories work all that much. Yeah, and it's something obviously in comics they do that shit all the time. <laughs> you know, they've, well, they they've done it a times and it just doesn't work. The latest thing is they're, they're currently um, when they kind of revamped a lot of the DC comics recently, they, they've come with this idea that there's actually been three Jokers. So three different Jokers. Three different that- Jokers. That three people have been the Joker and Batman's never known. It's been different people at different stages. And so what they've done is they've teased that out for bloody 12 months or more um, as part of the new continuity. And I think sometime this year there is planned to be a storyline, the three Jokers, like a a, a run of comics to explain who it was. Right. So that's going to be the latest attempt. But just, yeah, I've got massive concerns about that. Yeah, I've got concerns about it too, mostly because of Todd Phillips. Yeah. Because his resume doesn't speak to any of this. No. And I'm not saying he can't do it because, you know, you talked about Halloween. Danny McBride. Danny McBride yeah. and, and David Gordon Green, that wasn't their wheelhouse, but they made it work. Mm. And so maybe Todd Phillips has got an idea that works. Maybe. Um, I hope so. But, yeah, there's a concern there. I still think that's in, that's, that's fairly anticipated, though. Yeah. Me. I'd like to see what they do. Well, as I said. Far more than... Uh, just I had straight past it and never watched it. I, I didn't put it on either list because I kind of I kind of would have put it on both. It's quite a bit of middle ground almost. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. But I really would like to see what they do with it. Yes, and I you know I'm keen to sort of see. I don't get excited about teasers. I actually get pissed off at teasers. I hate the teaser trailer phenomenon. I hate the trailer for a trailer sort of thing. Yeah. But I'm kind of interested to see a little bit of teaser work for that sort of stuff because it's a long way out. So yeah, yeah. All right, that's our least anticipated films. Mm. You can find us on iTunes, Podomatic, and Spotify. If you want to contact us, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia. Instagram at, at thrillmepodcastau. Next episode, keep an eye on Facebook and we'll provide some further details. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.